everyone. My name is Dinah Jansen. You are listening to The Scoop, and I am the virtual studio today with Bill James, Emeritus Professor of the School of Religion at Queen's University. Thank you, Bill, for joining us. Pleased to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. And thank you for what you're doing in the community right now, folks. There's big news for winter tobogganers. Just last week, a little free sled library popped up in Kingston, right around Third Avenue Park, an initiative, Bill, that you're very much a part of. And I saw that you had posted about this idea on the Little Free Libraries page on January 5th a little free libraries page that in which you are playing a big role. So let's start, Bill, at the beginning. What are little free libraries for listeners who may not be aware? And how are you supporting and coordinating them right here in our community? Well, little free libraries are, um, in a way, boxes on sticks in front of people's houses where people put uh, books and uh, pick up books. But it's an idea that's been growing over the last decade, especially in the US, uh, where there's a, a highly organized outfit, uh, littlefreelibraries.org, which um, sells libraries and provides news and so on. And I picked up on the idea about five years ago, there were already some um, little free libraries in the neighborhood where I live uh, near McBurney Park. And um, I, uh, built one for myself and put it out and it began to be at first I thought it was a way of me uh, getting rid of all these professorial books I'd uh, accumulated over most of a lifetime but uh, it doesn't exactly work that way because sometimes the uh, more books come in than go out and uh, the neighborhood decides what the what the contents of the library will be and so you, you realize what, what is shareable and what not and that sort of thing. But as, um, as time went on, I, I emulated some of the American Facebook groups that coordinate Little Free Libraries in particular uh, communities. And so I started this Facebook group and it began to grow beyond all bounds. And, uh, but I enlarged it to include news about books, about... Um, about libraries in general, about authors. Um, if someone had experienced vandalism of their little free library, we posted that and tried to enlist neighbors to help get it fixed. Um, uh, posted plans and files about how to build your own and, and generally any news having to do with book sharing, little free libraries and uh, related items. And then just to go in the direction of the SLED library. Um, Little Free Libraries have sort of expanded uh, broadly under the whole notion of the sharing economy and uh, food insecurity and such. And so we've also um, had a number of, of what are called Little Free Pantries, sometimes called blessing boxes, grow up in the community and people put out uh, food items for those who might need them and those who need them take them. And uh, sometimes uh, things like scarves and mitts are put out, uh, hygiene items. Uh, sometimes kids' toys are shared as well. So the idea of uh, the Little Free Library, which began with books, has ex expanded to include um, other sorts of items. And it's a uh, it's a very neighborhood friendly kind of thing to do. Uh, 
you, you look out your front window and see people stopping by and looking at the contents of your library and or a car pulls up and someone brings out a bag of books and puts some in and uh, we sometimes share news among each other as stewards of these book boxes as well. And so there's a kind of informal network, nothing very highly organized, mm -hmm. but we are trying to map the uh, more than 60 book boxes that exist within the city limits of Kingston to date. Which is pretty incredible that there are 60 book boxes and as you've stated too, quite a few uh, pantry boxes as well. So nice to hear that there's, even though it's informal, folks are being able to communicate with each other, even if they don't know each other or live in the same neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. And um Oh, one further expansion of the idea is a kind of little free art library where people um, <clears throat> either display art in their front yard in a kind of glass case or else they put out shareable things that they've printed like postcards and such. And, and also little free library stewards um, often print off bookmarks and put them out in their in their libraries. So the the idea is not just books, but uh, a kind of community sharing. Oh, that's lovely. And so now for an even more cheerful extension of the Little Free Libraries, there's now a Little Free Sled Library. We have one of our own right here in Kingston, thanks to you and your pals. I saw, as I mentioned earlier, on the Little Free Libraries Kingston page that you had posted on January 5th, a photo of a little free sled library in Wisconsin. Is that correct? It was either Minnesota or Wisconsin, but one of the northern states. Its location is, is uh, I, I tried to track it down, but no one seems to have more information about it. It was really just a photo. And of course, when you see the photo, little free sled library, uh, the idea immediately, um, it, it's understandable right off the bat. This is the place where you share sleds and toboggans and sleighs and such. Okay, so you saw a photo, you posted it on Facebook. What happened after that? Well, I, I put it as kind of a curiosity, but I thought it was something that could easily uh, go over in Kingston if someone would pick it up. And, and lots of people liked the idea. There was an immediate response. But a neighbor of mine down the street, uh, Don, who's a contractor, said, uh, I've got lots of leftover two-by-fours. If, uh, if I bring the materials, you can build the library. And then within a few hours, he pulled his truck up in front of my garage and dumped off a load of used lumber. So I had to get myself into gear and, uh, and make one of these sled racks, which, uh, which wasn't, in effect, all that intimidating. I should have said also that um, in the course of things, I've been building little free libraries for sale and distribution. And so I've done a dozen or more of these over the last few years. So the, the sled rack was it's basically a frame of two by fours put together that will, uh, uh, with a sign at the back that will hold the sleds for um, distribution. So I built it. And then the uh, issue was where to locate it. So I put a post on the McBurney Park uh, Neighborhood Association asking if people had suggestions about a location, did people have uh, sleds they'd be willing to donate. 
And uh, well, scores of responses and posts and reactions began to come in. Everyone thought it was a terrific idea. Um, we know where the major sledding hills are around Kingston, but I think the, the obstacle was you can't just um, put a, a rack on public property and uh, expect it'll stay there. So in, in effect, like the little free libraries, it has to be uh, curated or stewarded somehow or other. Someone has to keep an eye on it. And um, the first idea was St. Patrick's School on uh, Patrick Street, um, which is now closed, but has become a French secondary school. And it has a large hill behind it. And uh, daily you can see kids sliding down there, but there was really no place to put the uh, book exchange box on that hill without it being on school property. And, and people began to warn right away, if you leave it there, It'll be, they'll take it away, remove it. So we began to look for a neighbor who would house it in their yard. And one person did come forward, but the trouble is that although their backyard adjoined the school, there was a five foot fence there. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it only became clear after a little investigation. So we began to look for some other place to, to accommodate it. And then uh, some folks in the area of the uh, Third, Third Avenue Park in the Kings Court area said, uh, this would go well in our area. And they began to identify individuals whose backyards uh, adjoined the uh, Third Avenue Park. And, and one of them, um, Alicia, immediately contacted me and said she'd be willing to uh, look after it. And so I went over and checked things out with her and it was a perfect location. And uh, she said she was already lending out sleds to the neighborhood kids. She said, some of them don't have sleds. And so they're extras in my backyard and I leave them inside the gate by the fence and they come and pick them up. And uh, if they get broken, I go out and buy some more. And uh, so she was already do <laughs> doing this. Oh, that's so kind. It was so a fit then just to put the, uh, the sled rack outside her yard. And uh, she and her husband, Sean, were very accommodating. And you could see the kind of neighborhood friendly people they are. There were kids going in and out of their yards, using their backyard skating rink. And uh, so this sort of formalized the the sled sharing. She thought also that kids might be reluctant to go into their yard to get a sled. So we just put it outside on the fence, which seemed to be a good, a good place for it to be. Well, that's lovely. What a lovely story. So it is located just outside of Third Avenue Park. Um, and now how does it work? Kids can go and collect sleds, bring them back or just take them how did the sleds get replenished <laughs> well i hope through the goodwill of the neighborhood because i'm not going to take it um in hand to make sure there's a, a supply of new sleds for kids to use <laughs> um no i think i think this is where people have to step up and come forward and there were a, a number of people who uh said, I have an extra sled. And that was my situation a number of years ago. My kids had all grown up and left home, but they left behind toboggans and sleds. And so I, I gave them to a neighborhood friend. And so there must be sleds in basements. Apparently there's a scarcity of sleds in stores though. Many uh, people have said, look, they're sold out. 
and uh, kids are using pieces of cardboard or garbage bags to slide on. Uh, yeah, so, and as, uh, as an experienced sledder myself, I could say that they don't last long either. <laughs> no, 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 they don't last long. And, and especially, I think, the ones made out of uh, plastic probably get brittle pretty quickly. Indeed. <laughs> and they don't pick I, up I enough would, speed. <laughs> it's, a very, uh, it's a very primal Canadian activity, isn't it, to go sledding? And I think almost everyone has memories of sliding down a hill in their childhood. Oh. I was I was thinking back to my days as a Queen's undergraduate when we used to get the trays out of Leonard Hall cafeteria <laughs> and slide down the hill in front of Theological Hall at Queen's. And I think then they had to uh, put in more security <laughs> to prevent the disappearance of, uh, of these cafeteria trays. And suddenly they were coming skis. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. And, and, uh, and someone even suggested, you know, the virtual frame in front of Summerhill, the large white yes. frame that's one of the sculptures on campus. Um, my office was in Theological Hall for 30 some odd years, and uh, my colleagues and I suspected that that was erected to keep kids from sliding <laughs> on the hill. <laughs> I, I think they're, I think they're, literally ways around it. But, uh, <laughs> or if you build a ramp through it. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. Well, that would be, that'd be exciting, wouldn't it, to have it, have it as a launching place. Yeah. Oh, my. Well, what a, what a lovely story, Bill. Thank you so much for sharing. And folks, so you can find the Little Free Library's Kingston page on Facebook, where you can find more information about the Little Free Libraries and also perhaps more about the uh, Little Pantry Boxes art boxes and the little free sled library too. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. It's, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for the invitation and taking the initiative to follow this up. It's great.